This podcast was created as a part of Podcast Lab by India Film Project in association with Anchor by Spotify. Today, I will tell a story about the founder and CEO of Ecocari that is Mr. Nandan Bhatt. He is basically from Kashmir, now based in Pune. Growing up in a place like Kashmir, he was fond of mountains, trekking and nature. So during weekends and holidays, He used to go for trekking where he found various single-use plastics lying around and polluting the serene beauty of mountains. So that is when he thought of addressing this issue and thus started Ecocari. This company creates various fashion accessories like handbag, clutches, recycled seed pencils and much more using single-use waste plastic wrappers. Welcome to the show, sir. Hi, good morning. Thank you. Thanks for calling me, Pooja. Thank you, sir. It's yes. my pleasure. Can you briefly tell us about Ecocari? Okay. Uh, about Ecocari, so, uh, see, these are a combination of two words, Eco and Kari. So, right. Eco has been taken from the eco-friendly word and Kari has been taken from the Karigar, the artisans. So, these are the two basic missions which we work on. So, the first one is conserving the environment. which we do by upcycling single use plastic bag biscuit packets chips packets gift wrappers now we also use uh, audio and video cassettes uh, the second part of the mission is to enable livelihoods for women and youth who are from the humble background okay. so that's what ecocar is all about now as a process what we do that uh, we have tied up with a couple of ngos from pune so who work with the uh, waste pickers so they collect waste across the city and then they uh, it's segregated into the multiple parts so we only take that single use waste plastic bags from them the other part of the sourcing of waste plastic is that we get a lot of donations across india so we do a lot of awareness programs with schools colleges companies and across so we do get a lot of uh, plastic donations for example you are at your home and you keep those plastic bags and this packet it's packed at your home once it becomes sizable you can ship it uh, down to us and then we upcycle them into beautiful products the third one is that we have tied up with couple of uh, food manufacturers so who give us their waste so the factory waste is also coming to us then at the end of the day if there is any uh, requirement of particular color or all that then we take it from those uh, wholesalers of the radiwala wholesalers who are across the city okay uh once the waste comes to the unit the first thing which we do here is these are washed sanitized and then dried under the sun the complete process is manual there is no machine being used no extra energy being consumed so we uh, sort them color wise so the original color of the plastic bag is used in the final color palletting so once these are sorted we cut them using a pair of scissors into long strips and these strips are then uh, rolled onto charka and they're woven on a handloom to get the fabric out of it oh. and then we have designers who work on the fabric to make these beautiful products which you can see on our website yeah so that's right. what we do in ecocari okay 
sir uh, one thing i want to know like as you mentioned that uh, you like clean all those things and they are woven on charaka so how do they like each fabric they are rolled on they... charaka and woven on handloom oh sorry so they're okay they're not woven on charaka they're uh-huh. woven on handloom yeah. okay so the, how do they connect those fabrics uh, like one to other like so uh, we sometimes uh, keep them open so on rolling on the charaka they are kept open and sometimes if it is completely essential for us to join them then we use a little bit of uh, those adhesives or uh, the cello tapes the transparent tapes okay to okay. join them to make a continuous thread out of it okay okay yeah so it was great knowing all the like regarding brand ecocari so i want to ask you one thing that you had nice earning job and all and you were having a better future with that also so what triggered you to change like to make a shift from being a corporate employee to being an entrepreneur so can you tell mm-hmm. us the brief journey how it happened as you actually mentioned in my uh, introduction i am actually from the kashmir so i am born in kashmir then we moved out from the kashmir in 90s due to the militancy in that part of the right. uh, uh, so i was always in middle of the environment then i did my education from mumbai b production and then pune for my masters i was fortunate enough to have friends who were working and all that into hyderabad as well as into himalaya also so over the period of time what we saw that these uh, trek points are actually getting degraded and uh, a lot of trekkers are less and now the tourists are going into those uh, weekend gateways so they dump a lot of plastic into these locations you can see that plastic bottles and glass bottles they still have some commercial value yeah so the waste pickers pick it from anywhere but uh, single use waste plastic bags biscuit packets chips packets uh, nobody uh, pays them anything uh, to the waste pickers and there's other issue that with the volume ratio of these plastic bags is heavy which means if you completely fill one bag of uh, those uh, complete gunny bags from the plastic bags the weight will be hardly 2 to 3 kgs and in the plastic industry they pay them through weight okay so now nobody picks it from those locations so that was the point uh, where we thought that can we do something with these things and i was fortunate enough to get into uh, this project is not started by me so uh, it was already being done but uh, fortunate enough that i had been exposed to these kind of environments where i could try it out and take a risk of moving out from the job yeah it's good to know like your journey from being an employee corporate field to doing and something in entrepreneurship exactly. yeah okay and sir you told that you you will manufacture all the fashion accessories like it may be handbags and all those things so yes. i want to know is that what is the like end of life of that object like once the products come into the market so there will be a certain time after which they have to like they go to the landfills again so Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I want to know the uh, after life. Uh, what happens to that product? So as an organization, we have worked on to this. So the first thing is that uh, we give lifetime warranty for the product. So if anything okay. happens to the product, we will uh, repair it free of cost to you. The okay. only thing is that you have to courier it to us. So that cost you have to bear it. We will mm-hmm. repair and send it back to you. So okay. that is one thing which we are uh, trying so that this bag is not then uh, going into that uh, complete waste streams again. Now the other part is that if your product 
is at the end of the life cycle, you can send it back to us. We will try to see if we can recycle some more smaller products out of it. If it is completely out of that also, then we have tied up with one more organization who makes fuel out of it. So there's a process which okay. is called as pyrolysis. Yeah. So you can make fuel uh, from that process. So we have tied up with them so that they take that kind of a waste from us and recycle it. So we always encourage uh, the customers if the product is at the end of the life cycle, okay. send it back to us. We will give you discounts on the new purchase. So that you are motivated to send it back. Yeah, so that a circular and, uh, economy will, kind of thing can go on. Yeah, yeah. So we keep doing that over the period of time. Okay. For the products which we have. Oh, yeah. That's uh, great actually. So that uh, there is a proper uh, life cycle of that product. Uh, like not only taking into the market, we have we can also maintain what happens after the use. So that's great. So yeah. can you tell us like uh, what is the like contribution because of EcoCory towards society? That is in terms of what is the quantity of upcycled plastic you have reduced going into landfills? So we major our impact in two ways. One is social impact and one is environmental impact. Yeah. So because this is a social enterprise, so there will be both these impacts which we are doing. Uh, one is uh, that we may uh, calculate the number of the bags which are upcycled till now, by the okay. process which we have. So as of now, we have upcycled more than 16 lakh plastic bags, single-use plastic bag biscuit packets. Uh, so each uh, kg of Plastic, actually, if you manufacture the new plastic, it will be two kgs of CO2 emitted into the environment. Okay. So uh, for each bag uh, which we create, so uh, it is close to uh, two kgs of CO2 which we uh, save. So it is only till, uh, not till the production of the bag, you see the complete life cycle if it is going into the dump yards, from the dump yard if it goes to the oceans. So there yeah. is a lot of carbon emissions which happen across that right, right. life cycle of the single plastic. So we save it by uh, upcycling them. So it is per bag is saving close to two kgs of emission uh, okay. of CO2 emissions going into that. Now the third part is what we do is measure also the uh, number of livelihoods which we create. Uh, since we work with women and youth who are from the humble background, so we teach them how to weave. Right. Uh, and uh, all these uh, women and youth who are working with are not from the weaving background. So if you imagine across India, the weaving is done by the particular community. You can name them differently across India, but it is done in that, by that community. Okay. So these uh, women who are working with us are not from that weaving community. So we teach them. So the other part of that impact is that uh, they're close to 24 artisans as of now whom we have taught who are working with us as of now. Okay, so there's a team of 24 great. artisans who are working with us as of now. Uh, sir, as you mentioned, you also work in like uh, spreading awareness in schools and other organizations. Can you elaborate on that part so that our mm. audience can understand it in better way? So uh, there are a lot of requests which comes in from the schools that uh, uh, because most of the schools have that now one subject of environmental science. Yeah, right. And I think it's mandated also by the government that they should be exposed to what are plastic. So we do uh, uh, work with schools where we do an hour kind of a session with the kids where half an hour we will tell them what to do uh, what uh, why is plastic bad uh, what kind of uh, the, the pollutions how is it creating what kind of plastic numbers are there what they can do to save that plastic how can they do those four hours reduce uh, refuse recycle and upcycle so these things <clears throat> then uh, there's a half an hour question answer so that if there are any more doubts we keep doing it then we do the same kind of uh, awareness programs with the companies also. 
because a lot of corporates also want to uh, expose their uh, employees to this kind of environment because now after covid they have understood that uh, environment is at a huge stress so that's also helping us out to reach out to the more and more people yeah yeah that's great actually and as of now we don't charge any for anything for those awareness uh, sessions because we want to reach out to more and more people so it is completely as of now the awareness sessions which we do for that uh, it's good to know that you are working towards spreading awareness and that too like without taking in profit side you are doing it for a like social cause it's sure. very good actually to see so uh, one more thing uh, there are many people who have the similar ideas of entrepreneurship not only with respect to related to environment on a general basis they have many ideas so usually what mm-hmm. happens is people take like they are constrained by various factors family it may be their responsibilities so i want you to ask what advice would you give to someone who is trying to pursue a career similar to yours so in particular to this industry uh the first thing is that they should start it as soon as possible because almost everybody has ideas but yeah. the difference between having an idea and executing is that somebody started it and somebody are not starting it yeah, in right. that case so the first part of the advice will be to start it try it out give yourself a certain time maybe 2 year 3 years where you want to try it out if it's working commercially because at the end of the day it has to work commercially also right. so if it works commercially into those 3 years then you can take it out uh start moving ahead but then at the end of the day you should have guts also to accept that this idea is not working so they can they should come out of it also because at the end of the day uh, both sides what you actually said that you have social pressures when you start it you have even higher social pressure if you want to get out of it that people will say that now he has already worked for 2 to 3 years into this idea and he is uh, moving out of this yeah. so these kind of social pressures will come in so you should be mentally ready for that these kind of things and i don't think so the age will be any barrier so you can start at any age yeah correct so if you have an idea at 40 50 60 still try it out so it might that, be that the idea might change the world yeah that idea which they have so uh, that at the end of the day it doesn't matter what age like you from which background you have that doesn't matter what matters is how we execute it and also how early or soon we execute that idea so that's what exactly. you wanted to say yeah thank you sir thank you audience for your active listening you can connect with me on my instagram handle at namaste people or if you have any suggestions and insights regarding the podcast You can mail me at prv480172 at gmail.com. I will come with a new story next week. So, stay tuned.